Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Euler and Motes on a Friday getting you ready for the NFL action this weekend, particularly your Pittsburgh Stullers against the Detroit Lions Sunday, 1 o'clock at the Cathedral of Football, known as as Heinz Field. And what better way to set the stage to get you ready to continue our advanced scouting of this game? We go into the classroom with Professor Motes. What are the five biggest matchups that will determine the outcome of Steelers, Lions, at Heinz Field? It's a little thing we call Five Star Friday. It's a five star matchup because we're in it. Five star matchup! Everybody we play is a five we're humbled and excited to be in these five-star matchups. Five-star matchup. Somebody leaving here with a loss. Not going to be us. This is the okay. with West. That's on me. That's on me. Sorry. Wrong button. Man. All right. Sorry. There Sorry, it is. Professor. There Sorry. it is. That's like when the teacher's assistant messed up the slide on the... Uh, on the projector board. I was like, yo, I'm about to get funky on this track real quick. Hold on, daddy Oh, Hold on. <laughs> Five-star Friday. Matchup number one. Well, first off, man, I actually was going to give you six matchups just to throw you off. But I figured I'd stick with the normal five today to keep it everything copacetic. But we got to start off, man, with T.J. Watt. And his matchup has or could potentially change. Um, initially, it was going to be him versus Matt Nelson. Um, not a journeyman, but a converted defensive lineman making his second year as a offensive right tackle. I mean, it's one of those situations, right? But it's looking like it could potentially be um, Pene Sewell, especially if uh, Decker plays at left tackle. They'll bump Pene over to right tackle. But either way, this is a game where TJ's going to have to, you know, go out here and continue what he's doing, showing that he's going to be defensive player of the year in spite of the people that don't want to vote for him, in spite of the people that continue to push Miles Garrett in front of him. This is another one of those statement games. Um, If it was going to be Matt Nelson or if it is Matt Nelson, I love it. This will be a multiple sack, 3-4 type variety. If it is Penne, I do think Penne is a be- Penne is far better left tackle than he is right tackle, but even as a right tackle, he's still an upgrade over Matt Nelson. So with that, TJ still have a success, but the reason why I feel like, man, this is when you start off with, because this sets the tone. Goff, he doesn't see the field well. Goff doesn't process things as fast as he needs to. And when you have a guy like TJ who can create pressure, 
organic pressure without you having to blitz and take somebody out of coverage. Those are the type of people, those type of situations that put golf in a bind. And for me, I just think that this is one of those games where TJ can take over early and often and not just help us win, especially with some of the injuries we might potentially be facing on our offense side of the ball yeah. with Chase Claypool yeah. and Najee Harris popping up on the injury report. But more importantly, he can help us get a win and make a strong case for himself in terms of the defensive player of the year conversation. I dig it, Arthur Motes. I am picking up what you are putting down. You know how I got you, baby. Come on now. I need another big performance from Trent Jordan Watt Sunday afternoon on the North Shore of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Five-star Friday. Matchup number two. All right, now this one, man, I'm excited about because it puts one of my favorite Penn State guys, and you know I don't have a lot of them, but puts one of my Wait, favorite Penn State guys. Hold on, I've never you know, heard this before. He's in a matchup, baby. We talking Pat Fryer move. Yes, indeed. I can't wait. But it's going to be him versus Alex Anzalone. Now, I talked about Alex Anzalone, I think it was yesterday, for the three things that I like. Because I do like how he does move well. He is more opportunistic in coverage. But he is a smart player. Um, I think that he puts himself in good positions. But he's not a player that should be able to hang with Pat for four quarters. And I do think with uh, Chase Claypool's potential missing of this game that is going to put more of a focal point and focus on Pat. Mm. And we will be able to continue to expand his role, as we've been seeing these past couple of weeks. But I just think that this is one of those matchups for Pat where you're going to get you a quality opponent as well. Same way how we talk about Najee getting quality opponents, and we say, hey, Najee, rise above it, right? Show us that you're the better of the two guys. We talked about him versus Roquan Smith. We talked about Najee versus Tremaine Edmonds. It's like, hey, these are comparable guys. Show us. For Pat, hey, Alex isn't an elite linebacker, but he's a good linebacker. This is a good test for you, but this is one that you should definitely pass in your progression to becoming the Titan that we think you can be. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm, You've mm -hmm. seen that linear progression. It's time to continue to climb yeah. that mountain. Absolutely, I don't know. Man. Some analogy for Pat Fryermuth to continue to become more and more involved in this offense. I am also... Digging that, Arthur Motes. Two for two so far. Let's keep it rolling. All right. Now Five-star Friday. Mm-hmm. Matchup number three. You see, I jumped the gun. This happened when I got my beat, It's all man. right. It's, it's about time you return you know? the favor. Jeez. I jumped the gun with you all the time. So you, you, I think you still got a couple of mulligans <laughs> in the bag over there. But um, in this matchup, man, I got to go to my 5-5 five -five brother, man, um, Devin Bush. I know he hasn't Ooh. been having the season that any of us, and I'm sure him particularly, you know, he's not having the season that he wanted. You know, he obviously wants it to be a lot better, a lot more productive. But I'm excited for him in this matchup because this is a challenge for him, but in a good way. When you're talking about Devin Bush in this matchup, he's going to be facing running backs. And more in particular, DeAndre Swift, because I'm not worried about the Lions trying to run the ball. I know they use uh, Williams to run the ball a lot more, but their old line just doesn't create enough movement up front where I, don't, where I think it's going to have a negative impact on Devin. Whereas when we talked about like the Browns, it's like, yo, they get movement up front, so it's going to put you in some compromising positions. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we talked about um, even the Bears. The Bears, to an extent, they got a little bit of movement, so it puts you in a little bit of a bind. But in this matchup, though, for Devin, it's less about the run game, more about how he's going to operate in the pass game because Joe Schobert is going to be the guy that's going to be matching up with TJ Hawkinson a little bit when they do the double teams. But when you look at the lines on offense, TJ Hawkinson is target number one. Target number two is DeAndre Swift. So that means that Devin Bush is going to get into that action a lot. So you're open field tackling. 
your understanding of leverage, not overrunning, not trying to run a route for DeAndre, letting him lead you, but just trusting in your fundamentals and your shuffle. If Devin does that, that really puts golf in a bind. And golf is not going to be able to come out of that bind. 100%. Correct. But it's going to be on Devin to just continue to grow, continue to be mature. Every game you're making a little bit more plays. Every game you're getting a little bit more comfortable. Is it to the speed and development that, you know, the majority would want? No. But that's the reality of it. You are who you are right now. But this is definitely a matchup where you'll be able to take a big step forward if you are on the screws and playing to your full potential. And I do think that he will be able to do that in this particular game. If he has a game like that, too, I think a uh, a pep in his step, yes. a boost of confidence in that regard would, would be well-welcomed as well. And not even in the sense of, man, he needs to go ahead and have 13 tackles, pick, tackles for loss. No, but... Man, you go, we go out there and get you five legit tackles. Yes. One for a tackle for a loss. Yes. Maybe a big hit on a screen yeah, play or something like that. A DeAndre. Play, yep. Like, that's what you need. Like, you're not going to just wake up today and now you're all pro linebacker. It's not how it works. It's a development. It's a progression. You're going to have some good plays in this game. You're going to have some bad plays in this game. That's the reality of it. But these the, the it's certain plays that are going to be out there for you to make that you're going to need to make. And if he does that, He's going to feel good. Us as a defense is going to feel good. And us as a city watching this team take care of business is going to feel good as well. 100% agree. Hey, Devin, I know we're a little down. But you know what? It's time for that Bud Dupree type late bloom resurgence. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Five Star Friday, matchup number four. Now, this matchup, man, is a little unique because I think we might see a little one-on-one, -on -one, but I'm hoping in my heart that we do not see too many ones-on-ones. But I'm talking about Joe Schobert versus TJ Hawkinson. And the reason why I say that is this. I can see a scenario where early on, <clears throat> we decide to play it straight up. And that is going to allow Joe Schobert to be matched up with TJ. TJ runs routes. TJ is like their version of Pat, but more accomplished and more established. He's a pro bowler already in this league. I think early on we will see if Joe can hold up by himself against him. But at the same time, I do think that it will end with some of the doubles like we were seeing against uh, Darren Wall when we played the Raiders. Mm. And if that is the case, I still think Joe can thrive in that. I just think for Joe, just has to be patient. Understand what you're doing in coverage like he has been doing. And he's definitely ahead in terms of his progress since he's been here. Yes. I do feel a lot more comfortable with him. But when he is matched up one-on-one, -on -one, hold your own. When it is matched up one-on-one, -on -one, TJ's going to win some. Play the catch point. That's what you got to do. When we talk about playing the catch point, we're saying, hey, you might be beat. He might be in front of you. But when he goes to put his hands up to catch the ball, that's the catch point. You punch him like a son of a gun. You, Whenever his hands go up, your hands are shooting through there. That's, that's what you do. So for me, when I think of Joe in this particular matchup, whenever there is a one-on-one -on -one and he is getting that ball, that's kind of how you operate. But when it goes to the double team, man, just be what you understand your leverage, do what you're supposed to do, and that'll take care of itself. That's why he's a little bit lower on this list. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. So far, so good. And now, it's time for the final matchup here on Five Star Friday. Hey! 
number five. Oh, he still got the juice, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, hey, hey. But this is one that I am not overly concerned about, but I do feel like I am obligated as a Pittsburgh Steeler and Pittsburgh Steeler fan to say this. Okay. Tomlin versus Tomlin. Oh, no. Because we cannot have a Tomlin game. <laughs> Coach T, if you listening, we don't mean it. Coach T, you know I love you, baby. You know from the heart you changed my life, but baby... The people like to put these type of performances on you. They say that we play down the competition at times. We come in too confident, which at times we do. It's the reality of it because we do feel like we are the best thing since sliced bread as being Pittsburgh Steelers. We can't help it. It's because the fans. Mancini sliced bread. You know, the fans, y'all always tell us how awesome we are, so we take it to heart. I'm sorry. Blame yourselves. I'm seeking comfort. But either way, Coach T, please have the guys prepared to go. Please make sure that they are fired up, playing with great energy and enthusiasm, and not just for the first half. Because we've seen a lot of these first halves that look really good, and then we're sitting here with a minute and 30 seconds left, and Justin Fields just scored a freaking touchdown, and we're like, bruh, really? So, please, Coach T, in the name of all things love, <laughs> in the name of all things pure and good, <laughs> do it for WU, do it for Pitt, do it for JMU, do it for William Mary, do it for everybody, Dagon. But whatever you do, Coach T, don't have us no Tomlin game out there on Sunday, baby, all right? I just had to say it. I'm sorry. <laughs> My man said, you guys tell us how great we are, so it's really your fault. <laughs> I'm seeking comfort. <laughs> Y'all tell me, oh, you the best ever. Oh, we love you. Oh, I'm going to name my kid after you. I'm going to tattoo this. Well, shoot. Hey, Wes, imagine somebody tattoo your name on their body, and they ain't your significant other. They have a no relation to you. How you going to react? You going to take it to your head. You going to say, you know what? Maybe I am nice. Yeah, maybe I am really cool. Okay, so it's y'all. It's, it's still an issue. There is a guy who walks around in an Arthur Moats Steelers jersey in full pads at every game and every tailgate and every training camp practice. Saw him on TV Monday Night Football like four I, I, times. I, I did see that as well. I was like, hey, I know him. <laughs> but either way, dig it is y'all for still a nation. Y'all tell us how good we are. So at times, yes, we show up to games and we say, oh, it's the Detroit Lions. I don't see nobody dressed up like a Detroit Lion. I don't see anybody walking around like a Tiger Cat. Roaring around here. So I don't have to take you serious. Okay, it is what it is. Sometimes we get got, but most of the time we don't. But either way, it can't get got this weekend, okay, baby? So, Coach T, please, don't tell the guys anything. Don't tell them they nice. Don't tell them they look good. Don't even compliment their shoes. No social media okay? this week. None of it. None of it. Because <laughs> we can't handle compliments. <laughs> we can't handle when y'all tell us nice things about ourselves, all right? It, it, it goes to our heads. Yo, I can't even wear a hat anymore, man. This is one of them things, man. Yeah, his head's so big, you can't sit behind him at the yeah, movie theater. Yeah, man, it's, it's all y'all for. Y'all, oh, yeah, we love y'all. Y'all the best. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Y'all perfect. Oh, it's okay. We still love you. Yeah, see? Uh-huh. I blame all y'all. Don't change the still nation. <laughs> Don't change a thing. Do you remember that clip when uh when John Wall and Bradley Beal were both young on the Wizards mm -hmm. and they won some big game or some dramatic game and after the game post game the NBC Sports or whoever person gave the microphone to John Wall and said interview Bradley Beal you know your teammate just had forty some points yeah. and hit the game winning shot John Wall grabbed the microphone and turned to Bradley Beal and said I have never ever seen you act like this before <laughs> nothing. You That's me the most right now. I have never you ever seen you act this way before. You know what? In fact, hold on. Give me one second here. 
So, sometimes you've got to be transparent. That was my moment of clarity, okay? Give so, me one second. Every once I in a while, you've got to have that saved moment, on my man. phone, actually, because me and my boys used to send it to each other yeah. all the time. I got a bunch of, like, five, six-second little, oh, yeah, okay, hold on, hold on. This is me to Moats for the, for the last uh, three minutes here. <laughs> I ain't never ever see you act like this before. I ain't never ever see you act like this before. <laughs> hey, it's like that sometimes, man. So every once in a while, I'm going to get on a soapbox. Every once in a while, I might hop on a soapbox, and I'm going to have to get something off my chest, all right? I had to get it off my chest today. Oh, Arthur votes. That's fantastic. Uh, one more time for those who might have missed it or just want to double-check their notes, the five matchups that will determine the outcome. Yes, Stellar's Lions. Matchup number one, T.J. White versus Matt Nelson or potentially Penny Sewell at right tackle. Matchup he has to dominate not just for our defense, but also for his defensive player of the year candidacy. Next up, Pat Firemove. We are Penn State versus Alex oh, Anzalone. Somebody better clip that. Versus Alex Anzalone. Don't you ever clip that. I'm I mean, not. Okay, I'm just saying somebody you. better. Thank you. But uh, this I is another matchup. I got the you singing Country Roads from a few years oh, ago. That's man. all I need. And it still pops in my head now. I hate it, bro. I hate it. Take me home. Oh, it's a tune. Oh, it is. It is. But anywho. Pat Frymuth versus Alex Anzalone, man. A matchup where Pat will continue to show his growth and his playmaking ability versus a good linebacker, not a great linebacker. Then from there, Devin Bush versus DeAndre Swift. Devin's going to continue to grow. Devin is a matchup for you where you're going to be able it's, it, it fits him perfectly in terms yes. of what his strengths are, athletic ability, and matchup-wise. Yes. Like just make the, make, make the plays you're supposed to make. You're going to get beat on sometimes, but make the plays you're supposed to make. Joe Schober versus TJ Hawkinson is matchup number four. And similar thing I just said to Devin. It's kind of the same thing I'm going to say to Joe. When you are matched up one-on-one versus TJ, make it competitive. Play the catch point if he beats you. When you are in the double team, understand where your leverage is and don't get beat to your leverage side, whatever you do. In the fifth and final matchup, you know, I love you, Coach T, but we can't have no Coach T. Tomlin games tonight on set on Sunday. Excuse me. So Tomlin versus Tomlin from the heart. We're humbled and excited to be in these five-star matchups. Five-star matchup. Somebody leaving here with a loss. Not going to be us. There you go. From the office, from the desk of Professor Motes. Which do you prefer, from the office or from the desk of? From the desk. That, that does sound pretty yeah, cool. From, from the, the desk. desk of Professor Motes. It's a really nice desk, too. I mean, you mm-hmm. guys should see this thing. It's like maple. It's like, uh, you know, I think it was Winston Churchill's back in the day. <laughs> from the desk of Professor Motes. Know how we do, man. Their five-star Friday matchups to determine the outcome of Steelers-Lions Sunday at Heinz Field. Motsi, there at the top of your matchups, you were talking about Trent and Jordan Watt and, uh, you know, another opportunity to put in a big performance to maybe have one of those multiple sack games or force some fumbles, some splash plays in there as well, too. You mentioned Miles Garrett in there mm-hmm. and how, you know, he was getting all this defensive MVP love. Is that for real? Is that something... Is that factuals? Do you have uh, information oh. to back this up? Because, you know, I haven't been able to get oh. over that for like the last 10 minutes. www.nfl.com. Oh, that's a pretty good blog. Backslash news. Backslash 2021-NFL-season-award-predictions-at-at-the-midpoint-tom-brady-kyler-murray-among-five. Oh, I'm, I'm going to get angry. I just wanted to make sure I'm I gonna, gave I'm, you I the, the oh, official URL on. for anybody. Because we know we got podcast listeners. So, we don't have a video element right now. So with that, I just want to make sure I read it out 
the exact. Okay, hold on. You are real right now. So that way, if anyone is out here who might have, this will you be know, fun. they might have. A, a, a little concerned that, hey, maybe Moses fabricate. Maybe Moses isn't being honest. You can just go ahead with the URL I just I, read off, and you can type it in, and you can find it yourself as well, man. I would say I would verify this, but I have not looked yet at mm-hmm. NFL.com at this. And I don't want to. I want Moats to feed me these halfway awards from NFL.com because I'm sure we can all get angry together. Let's go, Moatsy. Oh, You're going to get me pushing all the buttons on a Friday. Come okay. on. Let's okay. have it. Okay. Well, you start where you want to start because I'm sure I'm not going to like it either way. Well, with that being the case, I would much rather start with Defensive Player of the Year because, you know, I'm a defensive guy. Obviously. And TJ is a guy that I shared the locker room with. Obviously. I'm a partner to him. Obviously. But we do respect the NFL because the NFL always is transparent in their thoughts and the people they want to promote and the people that they might not like so much. But I can I, already tell where this is going. But I You're like, trying to soften the blow for no, me. I, I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be conversation, mad. Man. I do like also that the NFL – does a great job of they don't put it out there and hide you know they're not gonna throw the stone and hide their hand they do put their name on it it's like the ap ballot right for college football you gotta i I want to make it public right don't 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 vote for a guy don't tell me you keep it a secret no if you voted for him stand by it guarantee it let me know how you really feel if you've got cincinnati at eighth in your rankings tell me show me so so with that being the case with that being the case in these new, updated, you see how long he's taking to do this. It's because he knows I'm about to blow my lid. I'll read off in order, and I'll read off the votes that each received in said order. Does that work for you? Yes, because I would like to see not only who's in first place, but how. But by close, how much, right? How, yeah. That matters absolutely. Right. So, <clears throat> in first place, they have Miles Garrett in terms oh, of predictions for go. defensive player of the year. Here we go. But we know with Miles, we said, man, him and TJ are pretty fifty-fifty, right? Or at least that is our assumption hey, here in fine. Pittsburgh. If, if, fine, okay? I'd, I'd think it would be close. Yeah, oh, I see what he's All doing right. here. Oh no! So second place, as you you know, like we just said, as we all would, would, would imagine. Trevon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs, cornerback oh, out of the Dallas Cowboys. Is it a close second place? I'll get to that in a second. Okay. Third place. We had a tie at third, actually. Aaron Donald. Oh, get the... And TJ Watt. So we have a two-way tie for third place. Then we have a three... I would argue real quick that both of those guys, mm-hmm. Aaron Donald and TJ Watt, aren't mm-hmm. even the most valuable guys on their own defense right now. Mm-hmm. You can make that argument. Jalen Ramsey and Cam Hayward are having better years. I'm just saying. Then after that. Please continue. Sorry. We have the final three. It's a three-way tie for fifth. Okay. Kevin Byard, safety out of the Tennessee Uh Titans. He's having a good year, yeah. Max Crosby, DN, Vegas Raiders. Not as good as Sydney, but he's having a good year, yeah. And then after that, cornerback, L.A. Rams, Jalen Ramsey. He's having a really good year. Where's Cam Hayward? I, I'm, I have a feeling, though, I'm going to be more upset with the way that you have, again, presented this to me. With I got a feeling that, that Miles Garrett has a sizable lead because you haven't given me those numbers yet, and that's so, going to tick me off more than anything. So, um, in the case of Cam Hayward, he is not mentioned anywhere in this article. It doesn't surprise he me. He is not it's mentioned hogwash. anywhere in terms of the votes. It's a lot of four-letter words that I could use if this wasn't a family show, but it is not surprising. So... It's it's crap, but it's not surprising. If you are ready for the votes, I would love to share these with you. I really honestly just want to know one and two, but go on, Professor. This is your classroom. Miles Garrett is in number one, first yeah. place, yeah. with 16 votes. Okay. In second place, yeah, Mr. Trevon D- Diggs. Yeah, Mr. Diggs, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
six votes. Oh, get the bleep out of here. So you're telling me Miles <laughs> Garrett got almost three times more votes than anybody? But wait, there's Why more. Why does the NFL want to prop this dude up so but, much? But, He's a great football player. But wait. But my, that is a joke. But wait, there's more. In our two-way tie for second, I mean for third place with Aaron Donald and TJ Watt, they both received, can I get a drum roll please? This is the saddest drum roll ever, by the way. Two votes apiece. Two, as in one, two, two votes apiece. It's 16 for Miles. 16 for Miles, six for Trevon Diggs, two votes for Aaron Donald, two votes for TJ Watt, and then Kevin Byer, Max, uh, Max Crosby, and Jalen Ramsey all received one so vote apiece. So what these dopes from NFL.com are telling me is that Miles Garrett is eight times more valuable to his team than TJ Watt and Aaron Donald are to his. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Makes sense. Totally agree. Get that. We need to move on. Moats, we need to move on to the next award because that... Defensive Player of the Year, man. That's Crap. what they said, bro. Crap. That's what they said, man. And I will, again, I will be 16, honest. 16 I am, I am a homer, but I am nothing if not self-aware. Miles Garrett is a great football player. Yeah. But they want to make it seem like this dude is the second coming of Reggie White dipped in Michael Strahan with a sprinkle of Lawrence Taylor. Give me a break. Well, and to me... Is he 10 votes better no. than Jermon Diggs? I'm like, no. Diggs is having a crazy season yes. as well. When you talk about that many interceptions, I mean, he's on pace to put it like this. He, If Diggs, if Diggs gets 10 picks and returns another one for a touchdown, that's better than Denver's than the way Gilmore did. Such a crime, <laughs> Think about that's better than the way like, Gilmore did. Like, the, the NFL defensive player I'm talking of the about year. St- uh, Stephon Gilmore, so I'm referring right, to for right. those that don't know. Yeah. The – NFL Defensive Player of the Year conversation right now should be a lot like the Heisman race. You can make an argument for five or six different people. I would agree. It should not be that lopsided. That is, I'm not normally, I normally laugh when people blame everything on the media and all this is so agenda driven and all that. I normally laugh because the media, and and, and we use that blanket way too, mm-hmm. too, too, it's like saying healthcare professionals acting like a nurse is the same thing as a a brain surgeon and that someone who works in post-cardio rehab is the same as an optometrist, all right? It's a very wide blanket that we cast there when we say, the media, in my best SpongeBob meme voice. But, dude, like, the agenda to promote Miles Garrett as this descendant of Jesus who is, again, Reggie White dipped in Michael Strahan, it's like, come on, he is a great football player. And I don't think that that whole, that, that whole Mason Rudolph thing, it shouldn't hang over his head forever. It shouldn't, like... But it's almost like so many have gone the opposite way to try and make it seem like like he's Michael Strahan. Now, are you ready to hear the reasoning get as well? Get so, from one of the voters, we have the reasoning in terms of oh, why they really chose gonna, Miles Garrett. You're really going to make me mad. You just, well, you're just, trying to, oh, I see, no, I see what I, you're doing. I, I'm an information I guy. I just hope our listeners are enjoying it. I'm an information guy, and this is just a chance for me. Lexi says I'm trying my best not to get an FCC fine. Hashtag four-letter words. It's like that, man. But I'm just trying to provide you with all the information. No, I appreciate it. So, this young man who had a vote and he voted for Miles Garrett says, this is why he chose Garrett. Garrett is averaging 1.3 sacks per game, a pace that puts him right in line with the single-season NFL record of 22. Because he had 37 sacks in one game. Just wait, though. Record of 22 and a half. If he hits that mark, he'll lock this award up no matter how many fumbles T.J. Watt forces. 
So he gave your boy a shot on the way out the door. But the funny thing is this, though. If you look. It's a sack merchant award. But like no, no, it literally no. is. The no, MVP out, though, now is just a sack. That's all they're looking for is sack not, merchants. Pause. Just dudes who get hey, sacks. You're not listening, though. The funny thing is this. If that's his argument. Isn't TJ on that same pace? TJ's on the exact same pace. In <laughs> fact, no, no, but listen, listen. TJ has played less games. Now, one is a bye week, one is he missed. But he's a what? One, he's a half sack behind Miles, and he's one, sa- he's one tackle for loss behind Miles as well. But he's played a game less. Yeah, he, two or games because he had the buy and that. So when you look at the argument, it benefits TJ more than it does Miles. Again, I'm not a. Oh, everything is in it. There's our overlords, and everything's agenda driven. But it is. It's. It's. Occasionally, it certainly does apply. It certainly does. And it's like everything with Cleveland, man. Like, can we get Joe Kim Noah in here? What makes Cleveland so great? Have you ever heard anybody say, I'm going to Cleveland on vacation? But we got to talk about Miles Garrett and Baker Mayfield like they're freaking Brett Favre and Reggie White. Get out of here. Full, full transparency, I did go to Cleveland one time on vacation. It was the NBA Finals. I wanted to see LeBron. I'm no, sorry. So you went to the NBA Finals. You didn't oh, go okay. there on vacation. But it was kind of like vacation because it was like, yo, I'm, not, I'm staying the night over here. I need here. to clip that Joe Kim Noah yeah. thing. I just Why does everybody there. think Cleveland's so great? Yeah. Can we get if David's listening, if the Photoshop extraordinaire is listening right now, mm-hmm. can I get some kind of Photoshop with Brett Favre and Reggie White and Baker Mayfield and Miles Garrett? Because that's what everybody thinks they are. What a joke. All right, quickly, because we gotta go to break. <laughs> I n- I just want a yes or no question answer, okay, mm-hmm. from you. I know Jamar Chase is leading the the, the offensive rookie of the year conversation. Yeah. You wanna know how close it is though? Did Najee get a I just want to know if Najee's on the board. Is he getting a vote? Or yes, a vote? yes, he he is on the board. Okay. Um, okay. Do you want to know where he's at on the board or no? Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. No, I don't. <laughs> I just say I can tell you the votes. Then. Okay, I, I'll yeah, tell you the votes. Me, so Jamar Chase has twenty-five votes. Number two has two votes. I figured it would be pretty lopsided. And Jamar Chase has been, he's yeah. been killing it. He has. Then the, it's a two-way tie for number three. They both got one vote apiece. Is that where Najee is? Yes, he's in that two-way tie Who's for number Who's in between those so gentlemen? It's a Jamar Chase at number one with 25 votes. Mac Jones with two votes sitting at number oh two. My, I, I, Justin oh, Fields I and then Najee I hate Harris. everybody. Yes. Mac Jones may yes. be on the power rankings for dudes that are going to be WWE wrestlers yes. in the future. Yes. Okay. Just just for kicks, just because my blood pressure can't rise anymore. MVP voting. Give it to me are, quick. Are you sure? We got to go to break. Give it to me quickly. <laughs> I feel like I'm about to get shot. I'm scared. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not shooting the messenger here. I'm, I'm not scared. shooting the messenger here. I'm scared. I don't, I'm in danger. Started out with Kitty Pickett. Now we're about to go to Tom Brady. <laughs> 13 no, votes Tom not. Brady in like, first place, serious? bro. No, he's Thir- not. Listen, listen. 13 Stop. votes. 13 votes Tom Brady in first place. Kyler Murray at two with seven votes. Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson are tied for third with four votes apiece. And then you have Derek Carr bringing up the rear at fifth with one vote Derek Carr and Lamar Jackson are both infinitely more valuable to their team right now than Tom Brady. Like, it's not even close. It's not even close. 
put Lamar Jackson on the Bucks, and they might not have lost a game all season. Put Derek Carr on the Bucks, and he would be the MVP favorite right now. The hell are we doing, man? You know what I want to do, Moats? You know what we're going to do here? We're going to cancel NFL.com. How about that? We're canceling NFL.com. Hashtag cancel NFL.com. I'm just innocent bystander. I'm nervous. Hashtag cancel NFL.com. <sighs> Richard says, Mr. Moats, can you please give that man a Snickers? Hey, man, I- I'm just reporting the news. You know what I mean? Richard <laughs> says, though, these awards nowadays are nothing more than a popularity contest. That was an epic Reggie White rant, Wes. I'm laughing so hard I'm crying. You know what it makes me think of, Moats? We could go to break on this. Mm-hmm. In the words of a Pittsburgh legend, uh, Mario Lemieux, you might have heard of him. One time he got robbed of an MVP trophy uh, against Wayne Gretzky, another guy who was a media darling. You might have heard of him as well, too. And Mario got asked about it. He had more points than Gretzky. I mean, it wasn't even close. It just it shouldn't have been close. It was obvious to everybody except for the, the fanboy media that, that loved Gretzky, and he was the great one, that, that, that Lemieux was the league MVP. It went to Gretzky. They asked Lemieux about it a few days later, and he said, I don't care about MVP trophies. I only care about Stanley Cups and scoring titles because nobody votes on those. You got to go out and earn them. Actual factuals. But also, hashtag oh, cancelNFL.com. When we come back here, I'll bring the blood pressure down a little bit because it's our final segment on a Friday. we got to get to the shenanigans. <laughs> get those tweets in. Last chance. Question, comments, concerns, reactions. Also, your predictions. We'll read them off on the air before we get out of here. We'll give you ours. At Wesley Euler at the Body 52. The Body. And we also got to sing the Here We Go song. <laughs> yeah, I just can't. I'm just sorry. He's so passionate. He's so hot. Cancel NFL.com. Oh, man. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards.